So today, ladies, in today's episode, I am celebrating with you because today is my birthday. Yep, that's right. I've been on this planet for, mm, never mind. I don't feel my age, so I'm not revealing it. But I thought that I'd come and sit down today with you and share with you some of the ways that I have been learning to develop my creativity and how that's really been helpful for me in my business and in my life. I'm going to share with you some of the tips that I've been learning, that I've been researching, and that I've been implementing that have helped me to build and develop my creativity muscle. Because when we start to develop that creative muscle, it helps us to reduce stress and it helps to improve our problem-solving ability. And it has a great return on our health. So being creative really fosters an improved healthy outlook in all areas of our life. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to give you some of my tips that I've been doing. So hopefully you can glean some inspiration and maybe add them into your lifestyle. And then at the end, I'm going to kind of tell you about really in actuality, how does boosting creativity really improve your health? So come on with me and let's explore the idea of creativity for better health. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. All right, y'all. So today we're going to be talking about a fun topic that I really have been trying to implement and develop over the last couple of years. And that's my creativity muscle. But I want to first let you know that I'm sitting here with my cup of hot peach tea. I love peach tea because it's actually really cold here in my office. And I've got my little goodies sitting in front of me. Well, One of the reasons this is because I'm celebrating today. Today just happens to be my birthday. So I'm recording this on my birthday. And it's just because I got behind, as I usually do. So I'm going to be raw and honest with you. I tend to just, you know, get so many things going that I just have to end up recording some of these things at at the last minute. Not that I like to, and it's on my list of things to improve in 2020. So I'm working on it. But I've got my organic gummy bear sitting here. And if you know me, you know that I love me a good gummy bear, a good gummy worm, and I even like sour gummies. But sidebar, even though I do indulge in these every once in a while, I don't make it a staple. I do buy the organic kind that have that are made with natural fruit juices and have actual cane sugar, not the artificial corn syrup. So Yes, it's indulging, but it's indulging in a happy way. So I get to be happy today because it's my birthday. So getting back to our topic today of flexing our creativity muscle, I wanted really to hone in on how being creative can really improve our health. 
okay? And you know that I talk a lot about reducing stress, right? Because most of us need to learn how to chill more. And chilling is not exactly easy and it doesn't come easy for a lot of us, me included. So, you know, sometimes I'm, I say I'm chilling, but for me, actually working is sometimes chilling for me. So it's kind of, it sounds kind of counterproductive, but you know, hey, you have it there, right? So I wanted to talk to you about 10 things that I have been doing to put into place into my life and into my business to help enhance and develop my creativity. And I'm doing this because in hopes maybe you'll find or glean some inspiration from some of these things that you might be able to put into your life and start to help you develop this creativity. Because I think especially, and I know, especially with our health, a lot of times we can get into a rut. And when we get into a rut, then it it becomes not as much fun and we tend not to do it with the same zeal that we did when we first started something. So learning how to change things up and learning how to be more creative with our health really benefits us in many, many ways. And we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit. So the first tip that, I'm, that I've been doing, and I've been learning, and I've been reading up on this topic for the past month and a couple months, and just learning more about it, but I've been starting this about last year, is really becoming mindful and observing what I'm doing and what others are doing around me and really paying attention, okay? Because we have a really short attention span, right? Don't we? You know, they say now you got to make a video and it's got to be less than a minute. It's got to be um, th- less than three seconds. I mean, who can say anything in three seconds where you can learn something from really? But our attention spans are really starting to diminish. So when we force ourselves to really be observant about what's going on around us, what we see in our surroundings, you know, and what we're, you know, experiencing in our environment, it helps us to build our creativity muscle. Okay. And when I'm saying, you know, really see what's in our environment, how many times are we at places and we're there and we're just there, but we're so busy that we're not taking the time to really absorb the moment, the environment, you know, the look, the feel, the smell, the, the, you know, the taste of whatever it is that we're really doing. Okay. That brings so much more peace and joy to our body and thus reduces stress, ladies, reduces stress. Get me? Okay. So I want you to start noticing and I want you to start appreciating everything and everyone around you. And now, granted, okay, Michelle, you're probably sitting there and you're going, okay, that's kind of woo-woo, Michelle-y. Because I get a lot of clients too. Hey, I see 30 patients a day and not all of them are very happy people and some of them are very, very grumpy. And I had two very stressful days this week where I had a lot of those kind of grumpy people. But when I put myself into their shoes and I try to see, okay, where they're coming from and I try to appreciate what they're bringing into the room, the patient room, it helps me to have more empathy towards what's going on with them. And it generally brings their mood right up and they're not as grumpy with me as they were when, when they first walked in. Okay. So This is really important because when we look and we observe, it opens up our minds to new possibilities. And so it helps us to build on this collection of experiences and to draw from it inspiration for future. Okay. 
And then sometimes we'll go, oh, I remember that experience that I had when I was on vacation over there. So I'm going to try to recreate that experience here, you know, at home through a staycation, you know, all that kind of stuff really helps us. But if we didn't really sensory feel it and experience it when we were there because we were too busy, then we can't re-duplicate it when we're someplace else, right? Okay. So number two, I want you to be willing to take risks in order to develop your creative skills. Because ladies, most of us I know, we don't like to fail. Who likes to fail? I don't even like that word fail. But when we start to think about all the possibilities of failure or what could go wrong before we've actually even tried something, we are shutting off our creativity, okay? And we are not allowing ourselves to build other skills and to learn. You see, because there's no such thing as fail, right? If you've tried something, you've gained skills, okay? You've tried something. You've tried something different that you didn't do the other day. And maybe it didn't work out the exact way that you wanted it to, right? But you're smarter today because you tried something different and you've learned from it. And you can figure out, okay, if it didn't quite work out, maybe if I tweak it this way or tweak it that way, it may work better in the future. Okay, so that also boosts your skills and it boosts your creativity because you have to think about how can I change the situation Okay, so if we don't look at things in terms of failure, if we look at them, okay, how can I improve? Oh, you are giving your creativity muscle a huge, huge pat on the back and you're giving it a chance to expand and really do its job, okay? So remember that. Be willing to take risks in order to develop your creative skills, all right? And I'm doing that so much more this year. I'm I'm being more raw. I'm putting out there my big dreams. I just hired a new person for my company. And it was the scariest thing that I ever did because I thought to myself, I'm here with you too, sis. Okay. I get you. And I started thinking to myself, okay, what if I hire the wrong person? Um, what if I'm spending money and this relationship doesn't work out? How am I going to be able to, you know, to communicate with them what I'm really looking for when sometimes I don't even know that myself. But I took the chance. I wrote up this awesome, this awesome job description, okay, I, that I got from somebody else and I kind of tweaked it. And I sent it to several different people and I interviewed them. And I was kind of, I was, like I said, I was kind of terrified. Okay, I'm interviewing people. I mean, what credentials do I have? I'm interviewing people to be my project manager in my business. What the hell does that mean, right? But I met these different people. I learned so much along the process and I hired somebody and she is fantastic. She really is. And I think that we're going to go far together in this business. So see, I took a chance and I moved forward out of that fear. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to work with this no matter what it turns out to be. All right. The next, I want you to look at, like me, and I want you to look at every situation and ask yourself, how can I foster creativity in this situation? Because when we foster creativity and we allow our minds to go there, we build self-confidence, okay? And when we're building creativity, I want you to reward yourself, And, you know, I've talked a lot about the self-reward type of things. You know, you reach a goal, 
Reward yourself. You know, you get done with a project, reward yourself. It's the little steps along the way. It's not the huge, you know, big, hairy, audacious goal that's a five-year goal that you got to wait to before you reward yourself, right? Reward yourself today. Because every time you do that, you're telling yourself and you're allowing yourself and you're giving yourself permission to be that much more creative every time you do that. Okay. Then I've been learning that when to approach a problem, I've been learning to look at it from many different angles, from multiple solutions. So when I come up with a challenge, I write it down on a piece of paper and then I go, okay, what are all the different ways that I can do or look at this to figure out an answer? And then I go, okay, well, what's the easiest path for me? What, what's in my skill set that I can use? Okay. Cause you got to look at all those different things and you got to find the best way. But when you write it out on paper and you look for a variety of solutions, instead of going just with your first one, you are building your creativity and you are also building your problem solving skills. So look for multiple solutions to problems that you think that you might be having. Because you might try one way, and if it doesn't work out that way, you've got the other three solutions over here that you've already mapped out, right? So you've got some backup there in your back pocket. Number five, I've been really, really trying to do this. And trust me, I struggle with this. And I don't know why the heck I struggle with this, but I struggle with journaling. Now, for some people, it might come so easily. They just get up and they open their journals and they just write everything, blurbs from their heart and their head and everything goes, spills out onto the paper. It is a big chore for me, okay? I have never really gotten behind the idea of journaling and it has never come easy for me, but I am doing it every day. Now, I miss some days, but I'm trying to do it because it's helping me to be creative. It's helping me to get out of my headspace, right? Because when we're in our headspace, we don't necessarily operate from our heart space. But when you're writing and you're just letting things out, you're operating from a heart space, okay? And then this way, you have a place to go back and reflect on what you've accomplished because you've journaled it out, Okay. And it also helps that step that I just talked to you about before by looking at different solutions. We already have it. Next, I have been doing this a lot, a lot this year, and it is so benefiting me. And that is changing my environment to help me develop my creativity. So let me tell you how this goes. So every day when I have to go to to my office and practice, I spend my lunch hour, I go take a walk run. And I try taking different routes, but I have a route that I usually go on and I put my, my headphones on and I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm listening to music and I'm just looking around at this, at the scenery and I'm letting the wind blow because it's been really windy here lately. And I'm just breathing in the fresh air and I'm concentrating on, like I said, the podcast and thinking of, okay, what can I do with that? The lessons I'm learning or the music just being creative and changing the environment has been so instrumental into my creativity. Because when I'm on these walks, some of my best ideas are coming to me. So I want you to change your environment. Okay. And that can simply mean, you know, changing your office. I like to do this at least twice a year. My husband hates this because I'm always bugging him. Okay. I want to change my office. I want to repaint it, get new curtains. Right now I have, I'm looking for a new desk because I have, I'm trying to make my office more um, childproof because my granddaughter's 
going on nine months and she's crawling and she's walking. So I've got to try to make this office a little bit more kid friendly for her because she spends her time in here when she's over here and I'm watching her. So we work together in this space. So changing your office up, you know, clearing your desk of clutter. And right now I'm looking at a bunch of clutter on my desk and I've been trying to tell myself for like at least two weeks now, Michelle, you've got to really clean it up because it's getting kind of messy. Trying to use, you know, take your laptop and go into a different room, go downstairs, go outside, go to the library, go get a cup of coffee and, and, you know, blog at a different place than you normally blog at because it will give you inspiration. It really has helped me a lot. And you never know, you might meet some other great people at these places that you venture out to. Okay. So again, another tip, this is this, I just keep going back to this because I guess it's one of the things that I have to, that I'm really resonating with this year. And I'm really working on as far as my mindset change and my growth pattern. And that is, you know, this fight that I'm trying to do of feeling like I'm failing. Okay. Because sometimes when you don't know what you don't know, you think that you are failing and you kind of go, gosh, everybody is doing it better than me. Everybody has got it wrapped, wrapped up, dialed in, whatever you want to call it. And I think sometimes I don't, but I'm really trying to not go there this year. I'm really trying to be grounded in, in faith and in my two words this year, which are trust and stand. But faith overall is, is that big encompassing word that holds all of that together and having faith in myself. Learning that, you know, if I make a mistake or if I fall down, I can get right back up again. And you know what? I know that all of you have made mistakes too. You've fallen down and you've gotten up again too. And I know that I can count on my community if I fall on my face, that I can go to them and say, hey, I made a mistake. This didn't work. Help me out. Give me suggestions. Or I can go to my dream team of awesome women that I hang out with and they can help me do the same thing. So don't be afraid like I said, to fail or to try something new, okay? Or don't let old failures that you think were failures paralyze you from moving forward and being creative in this new thing. Try new things, okay? Then I've been really also learning this too. So this is another tip too, is to get out of your comfort zone and try new things and do this on a regular basis to help develop your creativity. Changing things and doing things outside of our comfort zone boosts creativity, All right. And let me tell you something, doing this podcast that I started about a year and a half ago, this is sort of out of my create, out of my comfort zone too. I mean, sometimes I sit here and I kind of go, oh, I have to look at the mic and I get, okay, talk myself in it, smile. You like doing this. I do like doing it, but sometimes it is stretching me out of my comfort zone because in actuality, I love talking face-to-face to people. I love speaking in front of groups. I love being in front of a room and talking to people. I love getting that feedback. The feedback from people is what really lights my fire. And when people ask questions and that interaction, it's the community. And although you over there are listening to this, I don't get to see your beautiful face listening to this. I don't get to interact with you. I don't get to hear your questions and answer them right back and forth, you know? So this has been a really big test of getting outside of my comfort zone. And hiring somebody this year was a big step out of my comfort zone. But I knew that I needed to do it. And I knew in order to grow this business to where I want it to be and to create all the things that I want to create for you and for my family and to leave a legacy for my granddaughter, I need to get out of my comfort zone because I cannot do it there. You know, I cannot. And so I just know that I'm working on 
flexing that creative part of me. And by moving past my comfort zone, I'm building my creative muscle. And I just love that. But I have to honestly say that this last tip that I'm going to give you is something that I do all the time. And I love it. It's called taking time to daydream and let my mind wander. And how I do this is the reading. I am an avid reader and I don't, I, I read a lot of research books and a lot of scientific stuff because that's just my field that I'm in. But, but if I have any downtime and anything that I really want to gravitate towards, I love reading. I love reading, you know, fiction. I do. And I love meeting, reading romance mystery books. Okay. So there you have it. I love romance mystery. I love Lynette Easton. She's one of my favorite authors. I've read her entire series. I can't wait till she comes out with new ones. And I just especially like Christian romance mysteries because they just don't have all that graphic, disgusting language in there. They don't have all the sex and stuff in there. You know, maybe that's a turn on for somebody, but hey, I'd rather just leave it to my imagination. But when I read, I get to daydream. When we read, we get to go places that we wouldn't otherwise go to, you know, or like when I'm on my walks, I just sit there and I let my mind wander because daydreaming leads to creative problem solving while boosting our creative thinking at the same time. As it wanders, your mind, ladies, accesses memories and emotions, as well as those random bits of knowledge that you've forgotten. Okay. Focus on the area you are wanting inspiration in. Right? And if you're part of our um, Facebook group, Well Woman Network 360, last week we worked on really dialing in on our bucket list and writing down those things that are on our bucket list. And then this week we're learning and we're to pay to future pace, as Rachel Hollis would call it. You know, where do I see myself and who do I have to become to be that person? But who do I want to be and feel in a year from now? And really focus in on the senses of what that is. What is that? look like for me? How do I feel in that skin a year from now? You know, what am I doing a year from now? You know, who's around me a year from now? So those are all letting your mind wander and really dreaming about those possibilities because that's what helps us to develop our creativity. Okay. And if you don't do your activities regularly, whether they're mental or physical, your creativity ladies is going to fade. Okay. So I just want to give you a few things just here at the end. Okay. But first let me get a sip of my peach tea here. Cause my, I just got over being sick. That's another reason why this podcast is a little late too. Cause I was sick for a couple of days and I just could not talk very well without my nose running. Okay. So number one, fostering creativity makes you smarter. And I was doing some research. And if you can learn how to do something that involves both the left brain and the right brain at the same time, it really increases your smartness such as playing an instrument or playing a sport. Because when you play an instrument, the left side of the brain is concentrating on you act- on the actual playing of the instrument while the right brain is focusing on the melody, the music. So you're forcing them to come together. You play a sport like tennis or something, you're concentrating on the, the left brain is moving the racket, okay? And the right brain is concentrating on your opponents and the, and the outsides and, and the feelings of all those things. So if you can get your left and right brain working at the same time, then you are going to be smarter. Number two, fostering community boosts your immune system. Okay. Cause when we de-stress by being creative, we are giving our immune system a huge boost. Okay. And one way, like I talked about, that's really hard for me, but that I'm working on is journaling your experiences. Because when we, they find research shows that when you journal your experiences, 
and get it from your head and your heart onto paper, it actually boosts your immune system. And when we foster creativities, ladies, we are improving our memory. Okay. We are decreasing our chances of Alzheimer's and dementia because when we think and we're creative, the brain is working overtime on different areas and it's staying active. And that's where we want to go. Here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to put on your creativity cap. I want you to go and find something different, do something different. Okay. It may even be the same activity. You may be driving your kids to school, but drive them in a different route. Be creative. You know, if you make smoothies every day and if it's the same smoothie, change it up to a different taste. Try adding some new fruit or some new vegetable to it. Be creative. Try having a new dish of food. Do something different. Be creative. Don't be afraid to fail. Journal. Listen to music. Get your body moving. These are all things that help you foster creativity. So I hope... You know, by me telling you things that I'm working on as far as what's been helping me and what's going to continue to help me as I move forward in 2020 um, by learning to really expand my creative mind, I hope that you found some inspiration and you found some ways or things that you can take and actually do and implement. Because you know, sis, ladies, friends, girlfriends, we are all in this together, okay? So if you've got any great tips, please DM me over at Well Woman Network on the gram. Come join us over at Facebook at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. Join our private VIP newsletter, and you can find that at wellwomannetwork.com. It's at the footer of almost every single page. We'd love to have you on board. You know, drop me suggestions, you know, of what things that you'd like us to talk about, you know, or you know, hey, if you would like to come on and be a guest, if you've got an interesting topic, please let us know that too. We're growing this community because that is our main focus in 2020 is to really become community centric and to really love on all of you ladies, bring you awesome health education with regard to your health to help you optimize your health and to become better so that you can go out and be all the things that you want to do and be in this world. Okay. So I love you all. Thank you again so much for listening to this podcast. It blesses my heart and may you have a richly blessed week and bye for now. The information, including, but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking any new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts. 